0: Hello, this is Jay Lewis, and welcome to the Old Radio Companion. The makers
1: of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi. The Four Dealers of America presents The Fred Allen Show. Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. The makers of Jason Sanford Coffee and Royal puddings bring you The Charlie McCarthy Show.
0: In springtime, the only pretty ring time birds sing, hey ding, a ding-a-ding, sweet lovers love the spring. Oh, give us pleasure in the flowers today and give us not to think so far away as the uncertain harvest keeps us here all simply in the springing of the year. Oh, give us pleasure in the orchard white like nothing else by day, like ghosts by night and make us happy in the happy bees, the swarm dilating round the perfect trees and make us happy in the darting bird, the sudden above the bees is heard, the meteor that thrust in with needle bill and off a blossom in mid air stand still. For this is love, and nothing else is loved, which is reserved for God above to sanctify to what for ends He will, but which is only needs that we fulfill. Hey everyone, welcome to another show of the old radio companion and that poem really captures what we're going to be talking about today and that is just celebrating spring. It's springtime. I don't know uh, what the weather is like. Uh, We've had kind of a slow time getting into spring. It's I think it's kind of trying to happen, but it's kind of felt like winter still. It's been kind of cold and wet and all that stuff, but I think spring is finally upon us. And anyway, we're going to be doing that today. And yes, we originally had another show planned uh, for all of you originally. And uh, (laughs) that's kind of a difficult show to put together and we didn't quite get it done. So anyway, that will be next week. And I thought for this week we would just do another, you know, a different show. So I hope you're all doing well. And welcome to the podcast of the Old Radio Companion. And so um, in the past... We have done uh, sound effects, and so I thought this would be a great time to do a sound effects show, and uh, I didn't really have anything else planned. <laughs> uh, really, honestly, that's what it was. It was like I, we originally had the big show kind of planned, and then it was like it wasn't going to come together, and so I was like, hey, you know, let's, let's do some sound effects, you know. And we haven't done a sound effects show in a while, so I just thought it would be fun. So, what I, you know, you know how it is if you've listened to the show before. I give you um, a list of sound effects. I mean, I give you the sound effect and you listen, put your good listening ears on, listen really carefully. They're very specific sound effects and try to guess what they are. And then next week, um, I will tell you uh, what they were. And you can write me and tell me if you want to make a guess that way. Uh, Write me at the old radio companion at gmail.com. That's the old radio companion at gmail.com. And you can make a guess if you want to so i'm going to give you one at a time you can listen and then we'll just kind of go from there okay so the very first sound effects we have this is a sound effect number one okay this is sound effect number two sound effect number three this is sound effect number four. Sound effect number
2: five.
0: Sound effect number six. And our final one, sound effect number seven. Okay, well, there's our sound effects. So I hope you listened carefully and you're able to make the guesses. So remember, those are very specific ones, uh, especially um, number one and number uh, seven. So the first one, and the last one, you have to be very specific. Okay, so they're a lot tougher than you think. And that number two, that's a hard one. <laughs> I had to give you like one easy one or a couple of them maybe so. Anyway, make the best guesses you can. If you want to, you can write me at the old radio companion at gmail.com and make your guesses, and maybe I'll send you a little prize or something, okay? Well, anyway, that's our sound effects, and now a word from a sponsor from the past.
1: Meet Mrs. Ann Cuneo of Harvard, Massachusetts. She's going to tell a story that might shake up a lot of your ideas about washing clothes.
3: Well, it all began when I threw this old favorite jersey of mine reluctantly into the rag drawer because of a hopeless stain. I used it for polishing, mopping up dirt, spills. One day I was doing a load of rags with some Tide that I had gotten on special. When I took the jersey out, I couldn't believe it. The dirt and stains were out, and well, it was clean enough to wear again. Then I saw it wasn't Tide I used, it was Tide XK. I've used Tide XK ever since, even when it's not on special. And my whole wash is cleaner and whiter than I ever thought it could be.
1: Incredible Tide XK with stain-removing XK enzymes. It's so powerful, it soaks out stains while it washes out dirt. And if you don't believe it, get in touch with Mrs. Cuneo at 800-221-7370.
0: Today on The Scoop, we feature a newsreel all about the Boy Scouts of America.
1: Today, the Boy Scout Manual is the handbook for democratic youth the world over. More than 10 million copies have already been sold. It is a guide for the Boy Scout who one night each week assembles with his troop to reaffirm his own oath and to administer it to any new member.
3: On my yard I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country and to obey the Scout law, to help other people at all times, to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight.
0: On today's show, we feature the Jack Benny Radio Show, and you know, during spring, it's always time for spring cleaning. Well, this show is called Spring Cleaning, and it's from March 27th, 1949. Enjoy the show. Jack really program.
1: Jack Benny with Barry Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dan O'Stay, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Let's go out to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills where we find Rochester doing the spring cleaning. The vacuum's going, the dust is blowing, cause Benny's house must be clean. He doesn't really want his house clean. Just makes me work because he's mean. Rochester. The dirt may linger, won't lift his finger all day in bed he reclines. But then in bed he has to recline. He isn't really thirty nine.
4: Rochester.
1: Oh, 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 oh hello, oh, 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 boys.
4: Hello, hello.
1: Hello, boss.
4: <laughs> hello, Polly. <coughs> Well, Rochester, I'm glad to see you're doing the spring cleaning. The house looks... Rochester, where are those pretty lace curtains we had on the windows?
1: Those were cobwebs. I brushed them
4: off. Oh, the house is that dusty. It's your fault.
1: No, it isn't, boss. I could clean the house in no time uh, if I could use the feather duster.
4: The feather duster? Well, why don't you use it?
1: It's spring. At this time of year, Polly falls in love with it.
4: (laughs) Rochester, you're imagining things
1: No, boy, she even talks to it. Polly
4: talks to the feather duster?
1: Yeah, this morning she stuck her head out of the cage and said Don't just stand there in the corner, come up and see me sometime
4: <laughs> Look I
1: even had to put the duster in her cage to keep her happy
4: <laughs> Now that's ridiculous Now go get it out of the cage and clean up the room
1: Well, okay <laughs> Hello, Polly I'm sorry, but I have to take the duster. Now I'll let go of
2: it. The
3: sky is blue, the night is cold.
1: Let go, let go, Polly. I gotta get the duster.
3: The moon is old, but love is old.
1: Let go.
2: This eager heart of mine is There, I got it. Lover, come back to me. <laughs>
4: Rochester, now that you got the feather duster, clean the chandelier. I
1: tried to, boss, but I can't reach it.
4: Well, I'll do it. Now, bend down and I'll stand on your back. Huh? Go on, bend down. Like this? Yeah, bend down a little more. That's good. Now, let me get up on your back. Easy. Hold it. <clears throat> there. Okay, Rochester, hold still now while I dust the chandelier. in! Incoming! Rochester! <laughs>
5: Ooh. Hello, Rochester.
1: Oh, hello, Miss Littleton. Come on in.
5: Thanks. I just came over to. Oh, hello, Phil. I didn't know you were here.
1: <laughs> That's Mr. Belly lying on the floor. <laughs> Jack, what happened?
4: Nothing, nothing. Anyway, Mary, I meant to call you. We aren't going to be able to rehearse today because I have something very important to do.
5: Well, I'm glad I came over anyway. I got a letter from my mother, and I wanted you to hear it.
4: A letter from your mother, eh? Well, what does the Ali Khan of Plainfield have to say?
5: Well, <laughs> so just a minute, I'll read it
4: to
5: you. Okay. <clears throat> my darling daughter, Mary, just a few lines to let you know that everybody in the family is feeling fine except Susie, our cow. The cow. She's been sick for the past 2 uh, months now, and your father wishes she would get well so he can have his side of the bed back.
2: Oh,
4: no.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry our cow is sick, but she certainly makes the room look better. I've always wanted an early American bed, so as long as she's lying on her back, I'm using her forelegs to hold up a canopy. <laughs>
4: Leave it to your mother. Huh?
5: Of course, it isn't easy milking the cow in this position. (laughs) You have to squeeze harder than usual because
4: you're fighting gravity. (laughs) Gee, where do you put the (laughs) bucket?
5: Quiet, Jack. However, your father doesn't know his own strength. This morning, he squeezed so hard, the milk shot up, ripped through the canopy, and roped Honest John on the ceiling. Now,
4: that's silly. Your mother you know, is, I don't know. Your mother is just silly.
5: You know, Mary, we've had a very long winter, but we knew it was coming, because on February 2nd, when the groundhog came out of his hole, he saw your sister, Babe, and ran back in again.
4: I knew she could do it, but... <laughs>
5: No other news, but tell Jack we're going to see the picture he produced at Lucky Stiff at the Earl Theater in Philadelphia next week. Well. That is, we'll go to Philadelphia if the cow gets well. We haven't got a car, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Much love, Mama.
4: You know, Mary, I'm proud of that picture. Claire Trevor was in it, and she just won an Academy Award. Come in. Oh, Oh, hello, Dennis.
6: Congratulate me, Mr. Benny. Congratulate me.
4: Congratulate you?
6: My aunt won an Academy Award. Your aunt? Yeah, she went to the hospital last week, and yesterday she came home with little Oscar.
4: (laughs) Oh, you mean your aunt had a baby and they named it Oscar? Hey, your uncle must be very proud. Is it their first child? No, they have six and three more are on the way. What? Three
6: more children are on the way? Yeah, they're coming by bus from Fresno.
4: Oh. Oh, then they have nine children now. That's right. Five boys and three girls. Well, that's very... Wait a minute. Five boys and three girls? Dennis, that's only eight. One of them got on the wrong bus. (laughs) Look, Dennis Well, say, Mr. Benny, are we going to rehearse today? No, kid, because I have to leave in a little while
5: Say, Jack, as long as we're not going to have rehearsal
3: today I think that I'll run along
4: Come in Hiya, Jackson Hello, Livy. you specimen of what a young man's fancy turns to
5: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Phil
4: Hiya, Phil Say, I told you rehearsal was called off What are you doing here? Look, Jackson, I started out to do some shopping in Beverly Hills And I left home without a dime So would you cash this check for me? Well, I don't know if I can, Phil. How much is a check for? I don't know. Read it. Alice made it out.
2: <laughs>
4: oh. Here. Phil, Alice made this check out for $100. Yeah, I was a good boy all week. Uh,
5: what are you going to buy, Phil?
4: Well, I want to get 50 feet of copper coils for my car.
5: Uh, copper coils for your
2: car?
1: I'm putting in draft beer. <laughs>
4: Fine. Draft beer. Yeah, I'll have the only high with a head on it. <laughs>
2: oh, Harris, you ought
1: to put some Blue Jay on your tongue. It's so corny. You... <laughs> you can say
4: that again, Wonga.
2: <laughs>
4: well, look, Yonko, how about it? Can you cash my check for me? Well, I'm sorry, Phil. I I haven't got that much money on me. Uh,
5: Phil, if you want a loan of a few dollars, I can help you out.
4: Nah, that ain't necessary, Libby. I'll forget about the shopping. All I'll do is go get myself a haircut. I thought you said you were broke. Can't get a haircut without any money. Jackson, they cut my hair just for the thrill of it. (laughs) Hmm, What a hammy guy.
5: You know, Jack... Phil has a right to be conceited He always looks so nice Look at the way his clothes fit him And look at his socks They're bright without being
4: loud Glad you like them, Livy. Alice knitted them for me They're gargoyle That's our guy (laughs) Phil, a gargoyle is something ugly Well, they ain't gonna hang these in the art museum (laughs) So long straight, man See you again, Liv, you pretty thing.
2: <laughs> Bye. Bye, Phil. Goodbye,
4: goodbye. <laughs> Say, Mary, it looks like it might rain. See, look at that dark cloud hiding the sun.
2: That's a
5: shadow. Don Wilson's coming up the walk.
4: <laughs> oh yes. Well, how are you Phil, where are you going? Down to get a haircut. I'd save you a curl, but they're all promised. <laughs> Hey, Don! Don! Right with you, Jack! Come on, boys! Say, Don, I told you over the phone we weren't going to rehearse today. Why would you bring the quartet over?
1: Well, Jack, there's something the sportsmen want
4: me to talk to you about. The sportsman quartet? What is it? Well, they've been with you now for four years, and uh, they came over to ask you for a raise. Oh, they have, eh? Uh,
5: Jack, I'm going to leave. LAUGHTER why? I can't stand the sight of blood.
2: <laughs> well,
4: there isn't going to be any bloodshed. Don, uh, how much of a raise do the boys want? I'll ask them. How much do you want, boys?
1: Mm-hmm. No, boys, I don't think you'll go that high. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that either. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know. Hmm.
4: Or we'll talk about that one.
2: <laughs>
4: that sounds reasonable. Well, thanks, Jack. Now, what kind of a number have they got prepared for the program? Well, since this is the first week of spring, the boys have something appropriate for this time of year. For spring? Good, good. Now, let... Uh, hold it a minute, fellas. Hello?
6: Hello, Jack. This is Ozzie Nelson.
4: Oh, hello, Ozzie.
6: <laughs> Jack, I just called to tell you that next week Harriet and
4: I are going to start doing our program on CBS. Well, well, I'm glad to hear that, Ozzy. What day are you going to be on? Uh, Sunday. Well, I think that's... Sunday? (laughs) Ozzy? Ozzy? Yes? Uh, what time on Sunday? Right ahead of yours. Phew. (laughs) For a minute, I... (laughs) minute. I thought I was going to have to sue somebody. <laughs> what a relief. Huh?
2: Hello?
3: Hello? Huh? Hello? Hello?
6: Is that you on the extension, Harriet?
3: Yes, Audrey. <laughs>
5: would you mind hanging up? I've got to make a phone call.
6: But, Harriet, I'm talking to... I don't
5: care who you're talking to. I've got to find out where our laundry hasn't come back yet.
6: Well, I've got him on the phone now.
2: Ask him. (laughs) Uh,
4: I was uh, going to call you about that, Harriet.
2: Oh, hello,
3: Jack.
4: Hello. Hello, Harriet. I was going to call you about the laundry. There'll be a little delay because I scorched your underwear.
5: My underwear?
4: Yes, the ones with the lace. Oh, those are Ozzie. Oh, then the H stands for his. I thought it was Harry. Uh,
6: Jack, since Harriet brought up the subject, uh, I'd like to make a
4: complaint. What is it, Ozzie? We're always open for suggestions, you know. Well, uh,
6: Jack, you've been putting a little too much starch in our underwear. (laughs) Too uh, too much starch? Yes, you see, we don't mind it on Sundays because we have to stand up at the microphones anyway. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But on weekdays
4: we like to relax. Oh oh well then I'll I'll try to cut down on the starch.
5: I wish you would. Every time Ozzy sits down, it sounds like he's
4: cracking his knuckles.
2: <laughs>
4: well, I'll take care of it. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Bye.
4: Rochester, a little less starch in the Nelson's laundry. But you'll have to excuse me now, fellas. Uh, I have to leave. I'm taking the Beverly Hills Beavers out on a hike. Oh, where are you going, Jack? Oh, out in the woods camping and, well, you know, the kids will get a big kick out of it. See, I'm kind of late now. I better get my knapsack and hurry. (laughs)
3: I hope Mr. Benny gets here soon. Me too. I'd be afraid to go on this hike and sleep out overnight if Mr. Benny wasn't going to be with us. Yeah. We may run into a mountain lion or a wildcat. I wonder if Mr. Benny will bring a rifle along. Nah, if he can't whip with his bare hands, bullets won't help. <laughs> yeah. Remember how he told us how he used to wrestle alligators for a living till the Humane Society made him stop?
2: <laughs> well, I
3: still think we'd have more fun if we went without him. Look, Butch, you're a new member of the beavers. You don't know how helpful Mr. Benny is. That's right. Remember our last hike, fellas? When Mr. Benny showed us how to trap that little animal with a white stripe on its back? <laughs> yeah. And then we didn't have another meeting for the next six months. (laughs) I don't care what you fellas say. I think Mr. Benny is one of the best beavers in the club. Oh, he's such a loyal beaver. How come he didn't attend our meeting last Thursday night? That wasn't his fault. He had to go to the Academy Awards.
2: For what? He wasn't going to get nothing. (laughs) Oh
3: yeah. Yeah. I heard my mother and father talking about the Academy Awards and my mother knew Jane Wyman was going to win it for Johnny Belinda. And she didn't even talk in the picture. So what? My father said that if Mr. Benny would keep his mouth shut, he might win something too. <laughs> as president of the Beavers, I find you two cents for that remark.
2: Find my old man. He said it.
4: (laughs) Well, hello, fellas.
2: Hello, Hello, Brother Brother Beaver.
4: (laughs) You know, I'm uh, looking forward to this hike. I love the great outdoors, fishing and hunting. You know, hunting used to be one of my favorite sports. I bagged some big game in my time.
3: Hey, Mr. Benny, did you ever hunt bear?
4: Why, yes, Stevie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Ask me that again, Stevie.
3: Did you ever hunt bear? No, he wore his red flannels. Now let's get going.
4: <laughs> All right. Beavers, fall into formation. Forward. March. Up, up, Four. forward. Up, 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 corner, forum, up, four. You. We've been hiking for two hours now, fellas. Anyone feel tired? Not me,
3: Mr. Benny. Well, I'm okay. I feel fine. Well, well, I'm uh... beginning to feel a little tired.
4: Would you like to stop for a rest, Joey?
3: No, I'll be all right. If you'll carry
2: your own knapsack.
4: (laughs) Oh, sure, sure. Now, let's stop here a minute. There's a pebble in my shoe that's bothering me.
3: Okay, Beaver. At ease.
4: I'll sit down here on this rock and take off my shoe. There. (laughs) There. the Jews from the last meeting. <laughs> I'll be with you in a minute, kids, as soon as I pick up the money and put my shoes back on.
3: Gee, what? This guy would drive a pickpocket crazy.
2: <laughs>
4: All right, Beavers, let's move along. Hey, look, fellas. Why don't we camp near this stream?
3: Yeah, but it looks much nicer on the other side.
4: All right, the stream is only about six feet wide. We can all jump it, can't we, Beavers?
3: Sure! I'll go first!
4: You made it, Stevie! Now you go, Joey! Good boy! Now you, Cliff! Nice jump! Now you, Butch! Fine! Now here I go! Hey, fellas, how about camping on this side of the street?
2: <laughs>
4: huh?
2: Oh, come on, Mr.
3: Benny. It's much nicer on our side. Come on. You're not afraid to jump it, are you?
4: Of course not. Step back and give me room when I land. Here goes. One, two, three. made it. Yeah, but your hair
2: didn't. <laughs> what?
3: Hey, look at a there, fellas. It looks like a squirrel that didn't eat all winter.
4: <laughs> Never mind, Butch. Now look, beavers, let's all put up our pup tents, then after dinner we'll sit around the campfire in our pajamas, and I'll tell you a story. And there, there I was alone in this lion-infested African jungle. My plight was desperate. I had no weapons. But I wasn't afraid. It was dark and ominously quiet. And suddenly, behind me, I heard a... Yes! Stevie, stop popping your gum!
3: I'm sorry, Mr. Benny. I was excited. I want to hear how you got out of it.
4: So do I, but I'm not popping my gum. Now, where was I?
3: In the African jungle.
4: Oh, yes. When I heard a tweet snap, I whirled around, and there I stood face to face with a Bengal tiger. So I Wait went... Wait
3: a minute, Mr. Benny. Huh? There ain't no Bengal tigers in Africa.
4: Not usually, no. But this tiger won two glorious weeks on a quiz program. <laughs> They also painted his jungle inside and
2: out. (laughs) Now, look, boys,
4: you've all been up a half hour later than you should, so I'll finish my story tomorrow. I think we should all get into our pup tents and go to sleep.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah, I'm tired. I'm sleepy, too. I'm not tired. I don't want to go to sleep yet.
4: What's the matter, Joey? Is there anything wrong?
3: This is the first time I ever stayed away from home all night. I'm scared.
4: But, Joey, there's nothing to be a scared of. I'm here.
3: I don't care. I'm scared anyway. Can I sleep in your tent with you,
4: Mr. Benton? No, Benny? I'll be in the tent next to you. Come on, now. you got to be brave. How do you ever expect to grow up and be president of the United States?
3: Who wants to be president? Your wife won't even let you wear
2: a bathing suit. <laughs>
4: Well, that's not so important. Now, come on, Beavers. I want you all to go to bed, and I'll see you in the morning. Okay.
3: Good night, Mr. Benny. Good night,
4: Joey, and don't be frightened.
3: I won't.
4: Good night, fellow Beavers.
3: Good night, Mr. Benny.
4: Now, let's see. Now, this is my tent right here. <laughs> ah, gee, it's good to lie down. The hike sure tired me out. What's that? I see a coyote. There's no wolves around here. I don't think. Mm. Move over, Joey. I'm coming in with you. I don't want you to be frightened. Good night.
2: Good night,
3: Mr. Benny. How'd you like my imitation of a coyote?
4: Oh, was that you? Thank goodness. I mean, good
0: night. Good night, Joey. Good night. Well, hey, everyone, that wraps up another show of The Old Radio Companion, and I hope you enjoyed Jack Benny's spring cleaning. And yeah, you know, my spring's going great. I hope yours is going good too, no matter what you're doing. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning or whatever you have to do, but I hope it's a good one so far. And I will be back with you next week for another show. So don't miss next week's show because we're going to have that uh, special show for you. And yes, we will have it done (laughs) and we are going to play it next week. So that'll be great. So please keep listening on your favorite podcast station. And I'm really happy that you're with me today. So until next week, this is Jay Lewis off the air.